this is our daily red. And on Fridays, we do what we call a split. Half bottle. Oh. Short episode. Oh, right? I like that. It's a podcast That's during sassy. which we talk about something uh, we've Not read. Not that we've read. No? No. Remember, it's about listener feedback, a recap of things that we want to catch listeners up on from Ooh, past that's right. episodes follow up, follow up and look forward to the next week we have a little song follow 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 up follow up we're gonna follow up follow up <laughs> i don't know if that's but the we, same but tune you from missed, last time we, we are still drinking a red wine that is yes. still that, that that is still the main i don't know how provocative the conversation is going to be because it's not super intellectual it's kind of like Hey. I don't think some people some people don't like to hear mommy and daddy fighting, so maybe it's good for them. How often are we fighting on this podcast? Tuesdays. Oh, okay. That sounds about right. <laughs> so what do you want to do first? Follow up? You wanna do you wanna do listener feedback? What do you want to do first? You I want to pour I wanna pour myself a glass of wine. Let's do that. Okay. So uh because we've been falling into the Paso Robles heavy wine trend we're moving away from that a little bit today well we also went really big for your birthday yeah so we are doing that this is the eisenhower holiday red it's a washington winery right eastern washington columbia valley and it's a blend this one is comprised 37 percent syrah 28 percent cab sauv 25% 25% Maved, 9% Merlot, and 1% Petit Verdot. So this is like that? This How do you is, feel about a winery doing a... It's like a kitchen ho- sink situ. Yeah, but they're calling it their holiday red. How do you feel about that? How do you feel about a winery doing like... It's kind of like... Oh, it's um, pure marketing. I love it. It is marketing, isn't it? It's it's like a pumpkin spice latte. This Ooh, is your holiday red. Taste festive. I don't think that shoulder shrug you just gave was a, a, a mm. resounding endorsement. Um, I think it does have a little bit of spice to it. I think the Syrah kind of, I don't know. I, I think know. it's great. I, would I like say, it. I would say that I'm we, not have, mad about we it. have liked a lot of wine from Eisenhower. Yeah. This particular one branded uh, with a burgundy label as an, a holiday red. I feel like it's just sort of like, let's give this gift to our neighbors. Let's give this as a gift, totally. a holiday gift. Are we supposed to love it? I don't know. Here's here's their little catchphrase for this one. A lightness of touch, a depth of character. A lightness of touch, a depth of character. Yes. So the wine was aged in 100% used French oak barrels for 10 months. Do you want to know what that makes you think of? The, a lightness of touch, a depth of character. It makes you think of this. The it touch, makes you think of this. The feel. The touch, the feel of cotton. cotton. Yes. You, you were there. The yes. fabric of our lives. Absolutely. We, we were both there. It was totally there. <laughs> absolutely. Uh, it's unfined and absolute, unfiltered. I don't care what you say, you're Gen X. Um, it's interesting. Holy though. shit. Hold on. I got to tell you something. I got to tell you something today. Uh, okay. I saw a study today and I don't, I didn't dig into it enough to Typical actually. Typical Gen Xer. <sniffs> Keep going. You know how they do these studies from time to time where people determine how, what amount of money they need to earn to be happy? 
Yes, you've frequently kept me up to date on that. This study that I looked at today, and again, cursorily, I'm bringing it up now just because of that. But it said Gen Xers think that's me. Uh, think they need to make like 125 grand a year to be happy, and it, it adjusted adjusted for inflation. Previous yeah. generations, like the Boomers, whatever, they they also kind of felt they need to make like 130 grand a year. Again, adjusted yeah. for inflation to be happy. Gen Z, uh, millennial, same thing, right? No, they're different. Oh shit! Oh, so millennials. It was millennials. Yeah, millennials. That survey said millennials believe they need to make $532,000 a year to be happy. Oh my happy. God, I love Super it. Super outlier. Super outlier. I love it. And, and I don't disagree. What? Yeah, I don't disagree with you that. You think you need to make $532,000 a year to be happy? No, I think you're more on the side of like, you'd rather have a simple life. You'd rather be happy. And if you could, if you could live off of, hundred grand or one hundred twenty-five grand. I think you'd be like, yeah, of course. Yeah, I, you don't need. I don't need millions. You don't need millions. Well, I need. Think, I, I to be happy. I mean, need to be happy. Yes, you're right. Half mil is a little much. Uh, the challenge. These millennials don't even know what to do with that fucking money. Well, they haven't been able to do much. They can't buy housing. For a lot of millennials cannot buy houses. Where they live, they've all been told you have to live in cities. You have to live in cities. They can't afford to buy single family homes in those cities. They there's such a premium on travel. I think they're really bad at they math. They have is what to. It is. Pre- they have to pay off their college debt. Like I don't know. I I kind of don't feel like that's an five hundred thirty-two. Where everybody, every other generation is like one hundred thirty grand a year and you're like no 532 grand a year like where'd you get that number where i mean i guess i guess it's an average of what they say but like wh- why do you think you need that much more money than someone who's like only a few okay. years older than- so first anyway, of all anyway this, this is, is not- way more provocative than i was previ- uh prepared to have a conversation yeah this is not for a split no this is like a tuesday thing and also i this hate- is for a magnum i Ooh. hate having these generational Divide conversations we do with that, you because Magnum? I think you're very uninformed. I'm not uninformed. Yeah, I think you are. I'm married to a supposed millennial who I don't believe is actually a millennial. But if you oh, if you sake. keep asserting that you are, then I've been with a millennial for 17 yeah. years. So am I uninformed? Oh, please. Oh, please. Oh, please. Oh, but, I can see you, but, Gen Xer. I am I, picking up what you're putting down. You seem such, oblivious. That was such a Gen X thing to say. A very lame phrase. Nobody, no younger people say Is it? Picking I don't up think what it you're is. putting down. I, millennials, we used to say that all the time. Okay. This is this is not what our listeners have come to expect no, this from is our for a Friday ap- this episodes. This is not for a split. Yeah. We're here to talk about like good things, happy this things. Is, this is not a Nebuchadnezzar. No, it's a Jeroboam. Or, or Jeroboam. <laughs> None of those things. We're drinking the shitty twenty dollars is still quite a bit. Like, but it's like the crappy marketing, goofy holiday blend that I happen to enjoy. It's actually not bad. It's not bad. <laughs> yeah, it's it's got some. 
like fun, festive spice to it. Right. Okay. Remind me how the song goes. Follow, follow. Follow, follow. Follow up. I don't, I don't think we got follow. it. No. We're going to follow. The, the tune is We're a different gonna... thing every time. Okay. All right. The follow up is. Follow up is our trip to Sacramento. Oh, yes. Which seems like a long time ago now, but. It's only ugh, it was two yesterday. weeks. It was yesterday. Let's pretend it was yesterday. Okay, it was yesterday. Just got back so hungover. Oh, we're so hungover. <laughs> it was such an all-nighter. Just kidding. It was not. Okay, so to catch some folks up who might have missed a few episodes or milestones. So Barker and I were in Sacramento and we were there to celebrate the 20th anniversary of Arnold Schwarzenegger being elected to governor of this great state of California in 2003. And to be clear, neither one of us were there in 2003. You were like a child and uh, I was not yet involved in politics. We joined up with Arnold at the re-election campaign three years later. That being said, big fraternity. We were part of the whole administration. And yeah, it's been 20 years since that crazy-ass recall election where the porn star Mary Carey and that little dude from Different Strokes all were... Gary Coleman. Gary Coleman. There you go. Yeah. We're competing. Ariana Huffington also ran, right? Yes, she did. Yeah. And she was one of the, f- f- quote, quote, front runners. Yeah. Well, I mean, she was a pretty legitimate candidate. Anyways, he, he, he won. He made history. It was an incredible honor to work as part of... You were officially part of his administration. I was never actually appointed... Within the administration, I worked for him in various capacities outside of state government. Um, so, but it felt like a high school reunion. It really did. It felt like uh, a high school reunion, but like a good one, like yeah, a good one where you've gone through your awkward phase and then you're like, "This is it." Where you actually, it felt like a high school reunion where you actually wanted to see everybody there. Yeah, and not in like a Schadenfreude way. It was sort of like a hey. I want to know what you're doing. I'm excited about what you're doing. Good to see you kind of way. Not it like was so great. I mean, I didn't, I never went to an actual high school reunion because I didn't give a shit about it. You went it to mine, my tenure. I went to your high school reunion. You, I didn't go to my high school reunion. Yes. Right? So, so it's hard, but, but this, this felt like a high school reunion. It was where, fun. Where you wanted to be there. Yeah. It was great because I got to reconnect with some friends that were, I was super close with when I lived in Sacramento and then, you know, time passes. We live up in the Seattle area, kids, trout, you know, the whole bit, you kind of lose touch. And so it was actually, it was, it was really, really nice. There were a few people that I, I super had to dust the cobwebs off of when I was talking to them. The worst was this uh, woman, her name is Kathleen. Her dad was an assembly member mm-hmm. and senator, I, state senator. senator, he was an elected official and super really like respected well-known just like uh i saw her and i was like how's your dad doing and she goes well dad died 13 years ago and i'm like and that's not even oh my god predating when we were yeah i was still still in sacramento and you were probably doing work with her i know i felt like such an asshole i was like oh my god i'm so sorry and um and so i said to her i was like 
so he's probably doing great. And she's like, uh, I don't, I don't know. So anyways, uh, but I would say for the most part, it was really great to see some friends. I think the experience that you and I have continued to talk a little bit about was going to the club afterwards. Oh, dear Lord. (sighs) Dear Lord. So Sacramento is not known for its clubbing scene. Like, I think we went, it's better known for its restaurants and bars. What do you mean when you say clubbing scene? Like, it's not the place where you go, oh, I'm going to like, Get all dressed up and stand in line for a bouncer. But that's what this place was. This place so it was. was the place. I know. If you were to do that in Sacramento, yes. this place was the place you would do it. For the crowd that we were part of. 13 years ago, whatever yes. it was. Yes. So the last time I set, I, I believe I stepped foot in that place probably was 2012. 12 maybe 2011 11 yeah yeah and i was walking with my friend colleen up the stairs to this place and the music it's like yo shorty it's your birthday good boy the <laughs> like, exact same birthday. playlist like, they had been playing oh my God. 13 years they're ago they're playing 50 cent it's 2023 and not in an ironic way like in a hey this is the playlist we play and I will and let me be generous and say that when we went there 13 years ago whatever it was uh, let me be generous and say that it was a sexy young clientele if I'm being generous and saying it was a sexy young clientele when we were there 13 years ago I'm going to say those exact same people were there this past week it was not sexy it was not a <laughs> exact sexy. same people i mean sexy in that they were all also in their late 30s and 40s <laughs> right. um time warp there was some kind of like warp. glitter theme happening i'm not really sure what was going on with that the liquor and the wine was also not of the quality i'm used to these days you've grown i know but i still had a good time it was still really fun. So uh, Sacramento was a blast. And we actually talked to a couple of people who said that they listened to this podcast. Mike Naples. Naples or Naples? Naples. Is there an S at the last? of? Oh, Mike, I'm so sorry. Oh, my God. I'm he's so listening sorry. to this I, right now. And he's I like, I think it's singular Naples. Naples is the city in Italy. God damn. Mike Naple is our buddy. I'm gonna from say Coronado. there's no S. Yes. Mike Naple. But now I would have never said it wrong, but now that you said it wrong, I I you're it up. confusing me. Oh my god, he's probably listening to this right now and he's like, You jerks. No, um, no, no. He's a jerk. You wanna know why? Because he came up and gave me notes on this podcast. He he did after listening to one episode. I was like, no, Wait, no, 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 no. it was no, only no. one? Yes. I'm like, no, dude, you need to get back in. Oh. You need to listen to him more. I was led to believe that it was like a recurrent, he was a recurring a super listener. Super fan? No. Has not proven that to me yet. Well, then I hope he's not listening to, you know what? He's probably not. Mike Naples. He might listen to a, a split because his, one of his comments was that the. Uh, Keep it short. What were, yeah, exactly. He's like, yeah. I, I need to be able to fit it in during my commute. Which apparently is less than an hour long. Whatever. I mean, I don't disagree. He said 38 minutes, which means he has a 38-minute commute, which is, by, by the way, buddy, buddy Mike, 
still too long. 38 minutes commute? That's You, you can't spend your That's life. That's way shorter than my commute used to be. Mine was like 60 minutes door to door. And I did not advocate that either. Okay. So speaking. Is that the follow-up? Is that the follow-up? Yep. So that was the follow-up. I would say the second follow-up before we get into listener feedback is that for those of you who didn't catch this on my Instagram announcement, I have been elected chairperson of the Edmonds Cemetery Board. So, you know, a lot of people who become chair board members in particular, but also the chair of the board, you know, they get like six figures for what they do. You know, I'm the the chair of the board of uh, of this corporation or whatnot. Yeah. You happen to be on the board of the municipal cemetery, and that is somehow organized under the Parks and Recs Department yeah. of our town that we live in, and you now have the honor of being the chairperson yeah. of that board. How much are you getting paid for that? So much good karma points <laughs> gratitude i'm getting paid gratitude do you and... even get like a free plot at the cemetery come on you should advocate for that yeah the chairperson why I? okay look look so your name has been etched into a like it's marble a stone. monument that's not my gravestone at the cemetery you are only the 33rd board member ever yes. to serve yeah and this municipal uh body oh saying body is weird talking about a cemetery but i think that the chairperson because you're only the 33rd board member how many chair people have there been the chairperson i think you should get a plot i think that should be a thing you get a plot In, in an ideal world where you and I were to have plots next to each other. Is that an ideal world? Would you want it to be so close to the Taco Bell? Better better that it's close to the Taco Bell than it's close to the Goodwill. Yes. On the other other on the other side of the fence. On the other people. side. Um, no. I also don't think I'd want to be close to like those residences that are, you know, those houses that are over the fence. I'd rather be living in those houses. Why didn't we focus on buying houses? You would want a house whose backyard was adjacent to a cemetery. A thousand percent, yes. You'd tear down the fence and be like, "I just want like open." I I would build. I would build like a gate. I would build like a gate so that way I could just go in and out whenever I wanted to. Uh, All right, let's get into customer customer feedback <laughs> yikes customer fee- i like that customer you know what we we do consider our listeners to be customers and who could be subscribing and like contribute to our quan but but you're not customers who are always right that's definitely no, not true we don't hold that philosophy here at the uh no Parkinson household okay listener feedback you're in charge of this one so, I have a few that I have a few pieces of feedback. Let me ask you this about this feedback, and maybe you can just couch it this way. Is it just like input that we can discuss, or or are there like questions we can answer? Because I would love that if people would say like, "Hey, 
you two seem fun. You two seem smart. Could you help me solve this conundrum that I'm in? Um, you know. No, people have not trusted no, us with that. No conundra. Hey, no. Oh, is the plural of conundrum conundra? Totally. Okay, cool. Okay, so the first piece of feedback, and, th- and I think this feedback is indicative of a larger pattern we've received from other listeners. This comes from uh, one of our, apparently our one of our most loyal listeners, a gentleman named Jay from Denaire. Jay is up to speed, from what I understand, from his daughter, another listener. And Jay uh, has relayed on, and, and I've heard this from other people, that it feels like he's sitting in the room with us while we're having these conversations. Well, I think that's the whole vibe of our whole thing. Well, but this is the the other feedback I got today from another one of our listeners where he said, I don't know if it makes me miss you guys more or less because I feel like I'm with you. I'm up to speed on what's going on in your lives. But then it also makes me want to be with you and to see you and be part of these conversations. I mean, I love that. I love that. Thanks, Jay, for the, the, the feedback, because I think that that's what we're going for is we what we would love right now at um, 942 at night when the girls are in bed. I would love for some of our friends to be sitting here with us having a glass of wine, shooting the shit. I would love that. That would be so fun. Uh, but since we're not doing that, we thought, well, we'll, we'll, we'll capture this. And yeah. it's kind of like an asynchronous communication. Oh, so you have this app called Marco Polo. Yeah. It is a video capturing app that's like an asynchronous like texting. So instead of sending a text and when you get it, you respond to the text. You record a video. And then you send that video and the person can then respond to you in a video. And so you're having a conversation, but it's asynchronous. Yeah. That would be cool if we could do that with this podcast. If people feel like they're hanging out with us. Yeah. They should record a audio or video message and send it to ourdailyredpod at gmail.com. And <laughs> sorry, I don't know why I need to get like. Like close to the mic and do like I don't know it's a thing night, nighttime you've got like nighttime a, DJ voice yeah it's like Delilah. <laughs> um, In any case, I think it'd be cool if instead of like look 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 what what we want you to do is what we want you to do is we want you to send five stars to Apple and Spotify on our podcast. But if what you wanted if what you prefer to do is just record a video or record. Uh, uh, a voice message and send it by email or whatever it is i mean look first of all we could try to play it yeah we could try to figure that you could try to figure that out yeah that would be me but also it would feel like an asynchronous conversation we're having a conversation we are having a conversation with you right now but yeah. the way you participate is to also send us a message that'd be great like Hi. um so i don't know we offered in the in one of the last emails five bucks if you heard this catchphrase. Yep. I'm gonna offer another five bucks 
for the first person who sends us a, a voice, an asynchronous voice message or video message that we can play. What if it's the same person who won the $5? Then you know what? That person's going to end up earning like $5 twice a week, 10 bucks a week. That is $520 a year. And that person just got a side hustle. Okay. So speaking <laughs> of what, so we have a super listener, James who we talked about in the last episode. Eggnog James? Eggnog James from Manchester. So he sent me some very long WhatsApp texts today. Okay, so he's using WhatsApp. That's what the Europeans do. He should use Marco Polo or just a a voice app. Can you do voice apps over, can you do voice messages over WhatsApp? Uh, I don't know. I know you can do like video. Figure it out. James, James, you will figure it out. Okay, so he... Got the just to be clear content. He won that one. But it, hey, uh, well, 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 let's let's in the spirit of follow up. Yep. The uh, just to be clear from our last podcast was Sweet D from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia when they put on the stage production of Dayman. No, it's, it was the called Nightman the, Cometh. Nightman Cometh. The Nightman Cometh. Yeah, where Sweet D is dressed as a princess and she is singing a song that makes her sound like a pedophile, <laughs> and she wants to make the she freelances and wants to make sure that the crowd watching does not think she diddles young boys. And says, <laughs> says, just to be clear, oh and she sends, starts singing about never having sexual relations with a little boy. Well, and the best part is the the actor. Playing the little boy is supposed to be her brother. So she's like, hold on a minute. The whole thing's so fucked up. So he writes... Good job, James. If that isn't Sweet D's improv song about not being a child molester, then I'll eat my hat. Did you already Venmo, Venmo him the five bucks? I don't know. I'll, I'll think Do about it. it. Do it. Do so, it. But the other thing, though, is he had some Fisher Stevens uh, factoids. So... Another follow-up, we had talked about Fisher Stevens uh, being the director of the Beckham documentary slash communications director from Succession. James here reminds us that he was also in It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia as the bar critic who dubbed Patty's Pub as the worst bar in Philly. So James also went deep on something about him being the robot technician in Short Circuit, in which he also did brownface with an Indian accent. So that kind of feel doesn't like, sound good. Kind of feel like James might be a better co-host to you in this podcast than I am. Yeah, he knows some deep cut Steve Gutenberg references, which is hilarious. Anyways, um, I he also complimented you on the Bellend insult bell end which when i saw it then i was like oh bell end yeah that makes sense you now. have to if you really want to understand it you have to picture an uncircumcised no yeah, no, 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 I, no 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 a circumcised okay penis. i know i i got it i don't i didn't i, I didn't this, it's not for you it's for the listeners oh yeah i think bell end circumcised penis okay we got it the tip of that looks like a bell end but he's also down for um doing an eggnog uh, episode. All right, that was great. That was great. That was a lot of follow up. That was a lot was a of a lot of follow up feedback. Um, I think all from male listeners, by the way. Mike, 
J. James. James. Paul was the other one. Like, well, just, get on it, ladies. Yeah. Uh, we, we want what you should think about is do Ashley and Barker have anything to offer to my current predicament? Oh gosh, I can't deal with this relative, or I don't know what to buy this Is particular this person. Is this going to be an advice show? I would love people to ask us for advice. I think that I think I think if you you've listened to these podcasts, you know that we we're like a well of uh, ideas and information, and I think that we could offer you know. Well, hey, I'm a well of information. You are a well of ideas. I don't know if that was supposed to be a dig. It kind of felt like it was supposed to be a dig, but... I'm just spitting facts. Are you going to pick up what I put down? Well, the mic's picking up that you are spinning a lot, so I I don't know how to connect those dots. I'm living through this unending cold. (laughs) So let's get out of here. OurDailyRedPod at gmail.com. Give us the five stars. Yep. And catchphrase, boom. Drink your drink your weekend. <laughs> Enjoy your weekend. Yee. You were going to say drink your weekend? Oopsies. That's not what I meant to say. <laughs> I don't know what okay. I meant to say. Take a beat. What did you mean to say? I don't even know. That was so weird. <laughs> it's like words just came out of my mouth without my brain connecting the dots. I will tell you that uh, Michael Barbaro with the New York Times, the daily podcast, always says like, see you tomorrow. And I hate it because he's not going to see me tomorrow. He's not going to see me tomorrow. No. So we're not going to see you on Tuesday. No, but we I'm not going to see you. We're going to talk at you on Tuesday. Talk at you. All right. Enjoy your weekend. Drink some wine. That's what I was going to say. Thank mm-hmm. you.